0: Cineboys podcast, part of the Cork Bats podcast network. Uh, I'm Kenny, uh, part of Cork Bats, Head Boy, the Cineboys, and Three Big Things is a podcast where I sit down with a guest or guests, in this case it's just one guest, to discuss this weekend's biggest movie release. Why is it called Three Big Things? Simple. We're going to give you three big things, sometimes more, that you should consider if you're on the fence about seeing a movie. This week we're discussing The Flash, and I'll be joined by the godfather of Cork Bats, Mr. Austin <laughs> Huff. Austin, how are you? Kenny,
1: thank you so much for having me. Um, I, um, I'm i excited because this gave me an excuse, doing this podcast with you this week, gave me an excuse to get out to the theater. And um, I went yesterday to see the flash at alamo draft house yeah which i know you are a big alamo Drafthouse guy i
0: only ever go to i i would have a hard time going to a different theater at this point I, I, I think
1: i'm that way too i'm that way too and when it first came to chicago i was like i have got to try this out because kenny speaks so highly of them and i tried it out and i was like yeah i don't want to go see a movie at any other theater
0: well, the, the reason I like it so much is yes, you do have the aspect of it being a restaurant as well. So there's yeah. full service restaurant, food and drinks, which is great. And their food's pretty good. Like it's, yeah. I, you know, probably isn't going to win any awards, but it's better than like just going to a movie theater and getting like a hot dog. Right. So it's yeah. higher quality. But the big thing is, is that you can tell that the way that they give you, like they show a movie, is that they really care about movies.
1: And that's the thing I love. It's a movie yeah. theater made by people who love movies. And like even just like getting to the theater ahead of time and for The Flash, they're showing like cartoon clips for of great. like the old Flash TV show. They're giving you insight into the character of Barry Allen and like it like they 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 just truly like go above and beyond your movie uh experience. And I I I don't know, I'd love it. And the fact that they play old movies too. Like they'll mm-hmm. have you know, I think they got like a Christopher Nolan month coming up very mm-hmm. soon. Um, yep. And that uh, in and of itself, like you can go back and see The Dark Knight in theaters. You can go back and see Inception if you want to. And then even like like 80s movies and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's it's really cool what they
0: do. They tend, tend tend to do like theme months, and I guess, yeah. with, and it usually centers around movies that are coming out. Um, and so, yeah, they're going to be showing a lot of Christopher Nolan movies soon. And you, the other thing is too is the the yeah what you're talking about yeah you it's worth showing up 15 minutes before the trailers even start because you're yeah. just going to get entertained by whatever they're going to show you. And they for some stuff that I've seen they've shown just some goofy off the wall shit. Yes. And it's fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw Scream there in uh in back in January and I was like, man, and like it was it was like getting you in the mood to see like, you know, a horror movie yeah. just by sitting there and
0: getting there 20 minutes early. So. So, yeah, I mean, Alamo Draft House like if you want to sponsor court If you like want
1: we, to, look, that's just what we're saying, okay? We're,
0: we're going to talk, you know, only have good things to say regardless, but We're
1: open to the idea. We will field yeah. your phone call, so it, the ball's in your court, I guess, Alan. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I said, we're gonna discuss The Flash. Um, it is um, you know, new release. It came out uh yesterday. Today is Saturday that we're recording this. Um it's directed by Andy Muschietti, and I hope I s- pronounced that right. Um every picture of him looks super weird, like he's like maybe the villain of a like a really campy <laughs> old like Pink Panther. Yeah. Um He is always at this face like Anyways, so it's directed by Andy Muschietti. It, it stars Ezra Miller, um, also stars Michael Keaton, uh Sasha Kaye. Uh it's um well, how about this? Let me ask you and this doesn't have to be a big thing, but overall, like where are you? Like how do you how did you feel about this movie? So I, I'm gonna
1: be I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with you. I think this might have been the first DC of the new like DC Uh, universe i guess not like you know obviously i've seen all the batmans like throughout time and everything Mm -hmm. and i've seen the superman movies but uh in this like jason momoa ezra miller ben affleck justice league era of dc movies this is the first one i've seen in theaters okay so i was never i was i just wasn't big on like the overall feel like the um just the I don't know. It just, it didn't do me. And, and obviously it was like running parallel with the Marvel cinematic universe. And I was big in Marvel. And so I made it, it was hard for me to jump over, but overall I feel like this, this is where DC, I don't think it's where DC should end up, but I think they're on the path to getting where they need to be. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I would say that it's, um, and, and you know, If you're familiar with anything that goes on with Warner Brothers and DC that, you know, there's kind of been a a new takeover with Peter Safran and James Gunn, who are going to be basically running DC Studios. Um, And the movies are going to be very different moving forward. This movie was kind of like the um, the end of the Zack Snyder kind of directed universe of DC movies. And you can kind of feel that because I don't Mm -hmm. know, like, I honestly don't know what direction they're going to go from here. But uh, you know, you could kind of sense that it's like an homage to all of that, as well as a lot of other stuff, and we'll we'll kind of get into that. Um, but really, what we're here to do is talk about three big things. Just three big things. You might get a bonus thing. We'll see. Maybe we'll yeah. do some. If I know we don't boy. do them, but maybe yeah. we'll do some honorable mentions. That's well, not a behavior stuff we'll, thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. we don't we
1: don't do, yeah we don't do honorable mentions because uh, there's no honor in a mention.
0: But if we did, if we did. Yeah. We might talk about those. So, um, well, I'll just go ahead and, you know, I'll let you start. Austin, you know, what was kind of one big thing that you took away from seeing The Flash?
1: I think the biggest thing, first Oh, actually, foremost, let
0: me—sorry yeah. sorry to interrupt you. I'm just going to say sure it ahead. so everyone's aware of it. Um, we're going to try—look, we're spoiler-adjacent. That's what we say yes. about this podcast. Yeah. We're not trying to spoil anything, but we're also— not going to stop our conversation if there's something we want to talk about that might be spoilery so if you do not want spoilers stop listening now go read the uh three big things review on corkbats.com that will be 100 percent spoiler free okay anyways austin continue right and if
1: we if we ever do hit with like a massive spoiler we will tell we will ask you to leave the room
0: we'll say hey you know
1: what why don't you step out of the room for just a little bit yeah kenny and i are going to talk some major spoilers because i feel like there is there is at least one major spoiler we need to get to, but we'll yes. I'll hold that um for now. The, my first of all big thing and I'm just going to I'm just going to say three letters. C G I. This oh God. This movie Look. They and every movie, every superhero movie, goes above and beyond with the computer-generated images. Is that that's what CGI CGI is, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. That good. tracks. <laughs> good. I I went out on a limb there, and I'm glad yeah. it didn't break. Um, uh, and I, it was there were sh- times in this film where I was like, oh, that is bad. Like like mm-hmm. worse than unveiling the dinosaurs at jurassic park bad yeah and that was 30 years ago this week actually um i i was like i was like how is this not better and like if you can't make it better why would you not like either one why would you include it and two why would you not just like film it in another way where you could maybe do like a blend of cgi with like human interaction i don't know there was just a lot of times even like sometimes because obviously and i don't think this is a spoiler but ezra miller the flash barry allen goes back in time and he runs into his former self there were some times where both the new and old barry allen were on screen where it was very clear one of them was cgi'd extremely clear yeah in in like you don't have to do that Right. like you like you could very easily just do some green screen magic. They figured and, that
0: out like 50 years ago, probably yeah. even before then <laughs> that you can hey, you know, we can put the same guy in the same frame. Use old twice. Film
1: tricks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you that's the oldest trick in the book and I just felt like the CGI was obviously it's going to be above and beyond but like even the in the opening like uh I guess not montage but like in the opening series all I'll say is I'll just say two words flying babies <laughs> <laughs> like what like really I I I just feel like the the it, it went uh so far above and beyond that it needed to be and it it took away a little bit of the movie for me
0: yeah I think it's great that you ended on that because bottom line and I'll just say it um the CGI in this movie is atrocious. Like okay. it is right, probably, I'm, I'm glad
1: I'm not alone on this.
0: Yeah. And it's, I I don't, I think there's many, many, many other echoes of that throughout Twitter right now of people just being like, this is probably the worst looking movie in a long time. And for me, the problem was that when you have, well, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit. So obviously there's been a, a bunch of backlash about the, the quality of the CGI of this film. Uh, director Andy Muschietti basically came out and said like, well, it's, supposed to look like that because you're getting it from the perspective of the flash and everything's going to look a little distorted and I was like that is just Mm-mm. utter bullshit <laughs> like, yeah, it, that it, ain't it. it is so clearly bad and you'd mentioned like yeah there's scenes where they put Ezra Miller both Ezra Miller's on the same screen and you can clearly tell that one is CGI and the other is not Um, and for me the problem when the CGI is this bad um, or it's supposed even if it's supposed to look like this it takes you so completely out of the movie yeah like it does. the first scene where this isn't i mean it's kind of spoilerish but yeah he goes back in time there's like a whole you know cgi element to him like running really fast going back in time and you see different iterations of different characters and it so clearly looks like a cut scene from like an xbox 360 game Like, really,
1: like, really, like, and that's not, that's not hyperbole. Like,
0: it, that's exactly what it looked like. Right. Like, if you played that on a video game 15 to 20 years ago, you're going to be like, oh, man, that graphics are really good these days. Yeah, right. But seeing it in a a motion picture backed by Warner Brothers, a big budget superhero movie, it's like, oh, man, that looks really bad. And that's all you're going to think about for those scenes is just like, oh, that is clearly not real. It's just going to take you out of it. It reminded me of, like, The Matrix Reloaded. Whenever they were just like, "Let's just pump in so much CGI," and that was twenty years ago. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. And it's like, okay, looking back, okay, I get why the CGI in Matrix Reloaded was bad. This, there's no excuse now. We have seen better CGI. We have like, and look, I get it. Warner Brothers doesn't necessarily have that Disney money to pump into it like Marvel does. Got but Warner Brothers, but, yeah. but you, right, exactly, exactly. That's the thing. And if you're if you're going to opt for CGI, you're obviously going for this the cheaper option rather mm-hmm. than building sets, rather than building out what you actually want to do. And that's you know, I I referenced Jurassic Park earlier. I that's the I, I keep referencing that that movie turned 30 years old this week, and the reason that was such a cultural phenomenon was because they actually built animatronic dinosaurs that you could see and touch and feel, and it made it feel real for the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there were some scenes, that, you know, like the running in the field, and, uh, you know, like the, the brachiosaurus is right off the top. It was like, okay, these are very obviously fake, but it, it, it the CGI still looked good, and we, had never, we hadn't really seen anything up until that point th- that well done before. So, like, if... If you want to opt for the CGI mode, make sure the CGI is good. If not, just go the extra step and pay the extra money to make it feel real. Make yeah. this, like, figure out a way to get the animatronic dinosaurs, if you will, into your film. Because that, to me, it, it can. And for DC, who is, like, trying to make a name for themselves, trying to live up to what Marvel has done you have to go above and beyond even more so than anyone like to win us over. So I, I was very disappointed by that.
0: Yeah. You're playing from behind. Like, you know, yeah. this is not a time to slack off. And you know, the other thing is too, I've seen on Twitter the past couple of days of people showing clips, not from MCU movies, but from previous like Warner brothers, DC movies of the past, like 10 years in the CGI and those, and some of it's, amazing like yeah. somebody showed a clip from like justice league and it's like yeah that's a cgi character but it looks real like right you know i'll give it that or this is like this doesn't look real this looks really bad yeah um so yeah that i, I think cgi is the best thing to start off with because it's just <laughs> it's it's it to me it, that's what this movie is going to be remembered for unfortunately
1: you'll notice it early and often yeah. and it won't stop until the yeah.
0: end credits roll
1: right um, well, and cool. even, in, even
0: during the end credits, right. you will yeah. see yeah. some more <laughs> CGI. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it doesn't let up. Um, so, yeah, I mean, with that, I'll, I'll kind of move on to the next big thing. Um, m- you know, the, the thing I kind of wanted to bring up is this movie. This was not the movie we were promised. Like, that's my second big thing. Like, this is a movie that ever since, like, you know, the casting was announced Um, you know, and you hear stories about people getting early screenings of it and just being like, this might rival the dark Knight as the best, one of the best superhero movies of all time. Um, you hear the story of Tom Cruise apparently saw the movie early and like called like the director, he called like some of the cast and was like praising them and being like, this movie is one of the best movies I've ever seen. I don't know if that's true. I do know those phone calls. He's just just trying to get them over to Scientology. That's all. Yeah. Um, but this movie—it's not. I I, I definitely won't say it's bad. Um, you know, there's obviously the CGI is atrocious. We've talked about that, but I wouldn't say the movie's bad by any means. There's some pretty fun parts to it, some pretty exciting parts, some pretty funny parts too. Mm -hmm. But overall, this is a very meh kind of middle of the road superhero movie it's yeah yeah,
1: yeah. i think it's i think it's because I, I, I came in very skeptical obviously you know like i i've already mentioned my my history with the dcu and i i'll say this i walked away being like that was a lot better than i thought it was going to be okay to be honest with you i i thought i i came in with a very low expectation and I and I had heard those things that people were saying is going to be really, really great, but I didn't believe them when I read them. So I still came in low. And I walked away being like, Okay, look, as a story overall, and I think look, I'm a sucker for time travel movies. I am a sucker for them. And it, it's the it's it's a very easy Hollywood trope, but I am all for it. And I love the you know, the idea ideology of like the butterfly effect. If you go back and you interact with something and you know, they're always like, well, I'm just going to go back and I'm not going to interact with anyone. And then they obviously always end up doing putting themselves in a bind. Yeah. Uh, but like it never the, works the, the spaghetti analogy. I, th- I feel like they found a new way to talk about time travel. Yeah. And, um, I thought that was really interesting and just the way that they blended time travel with the multiverse aspect which we, I think we've, the first real big multiverse theory that I remember was from the, you know, the Spider-Man, um, uh, Far From Home, Homecoming, something yeah. with home. One, one of the ones with home. They is... all have home in them, technically. So. Yeah, yeah I, know. yeah. I was just covering all my bases. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and um, and so I like that they brought that here because there are so many famous DCU characters and actors that have portrayed them. And I feel like that was just a cool way to kind of tie in the story. So overall, yeah, I mean, I think I think it was a it was a good film. And my, is it rivaling The Dark Knight? Not even close. No, it's no yeah. It. It, it, this is this is t-ball compared to the major leagues that Dark Knight is. But yeah. it's still it's still baseball. You know, like it's still entertaining yeah. to watch. So.
0: Yeah, I would I would say yeah, just to kind of reiterate too, like, you know, again, I didn't think the movie was bad. There there's really some some fun stuff in there. Um, but yeah, just if you would have like basically all everything I was hearing about 6 to 8 months ago in the Tom Cruise story as well is like this movie might be the greatest thing to ever happen to DC like as far yeah. as movies go. I and think they're just, on the right track.
1: Like, I think they're yeah.
0: on the right track. Like this
1: is this was the first step down the path that they need to head down. Yeah, But they, they still have a long ways to go to get right. to where I think that they are... Like, we can officially claim the DCU is back.
0: Right. I think, from my understanding of how this is going to shape out, this was kind of like the end of DC movies as we've kind of seen them over the past 10 years. And now we're going to go into, you know, what kind of James Gunn has planned for I, this. I, I
1: mean, I love that hire. And I think, I yeah, think he's going to hire. be able to do great things with... In my opinion, I think the DC... I think DC has much better characters than Marvel. I think I, Superman, I, Batman, mm-hmm. Flash, like I love those superheroes way more than I love the Iron Mans, the Thors, and, and the Hulks.
0: I would say this. I, I, I don't think I necessarily agree with that. I, I, I think overall, and I kind of had this conversation with somebody a few years back, is that I think DC has the best superhero but overall like marvel kind of has like you know the the more interesting you know i would say kind of roster of superheroes but you can't beat batman like batman yeah. in my opinion is the best superhero
1: see and i so, could
0: i could argue superman is but i
1: agree with you i love batman batman is yeah. is, is if not it, like it's definitely in my top two <laughs> um and i and i think superman is fantastic just because of like you know the story there, and how indestructible he is. Sure, um, it almost feels like cheating when you bring Superman yeah. onto the screen. Yeah. but I, I, I love that. I don't love the casting choices, and I'm not a huge Ezra Miller guy. I, I, he's okay. a little awkward on screen. That's I, I don't know. Like he's, his comedic chops, I feel like don't match where who they need to play Barry Allen.
0: Yeah, I would say this. I was, yeah. yeah I'll just say it. I'm over Ezra Miller's shtick. Like I'm just kind of okay. Over it. Like I, I, and,
1: I felt that way going in, and I was like, and I was like, oh man, he's not be good.
0: as there's there's points of like good humor that he brings, but overall, like he's just like kind of an like annoying. I don't know if that's yeah. even the right word. It's more just like I'm like okay, I'm kind of over like this whole thing. Now, granted, given everything in Ezra Miller going on outside in real life like you know he's yeah, probably right, not going right. to be around like probably not going to show up in a lot of movies moving forward but um you know just the you know hey let's let's kind of plant our flag here let's let's go the Ezra Miller route and I'm like yeah maybe that's not the right way to go um but yeah I, I, I agree with you there um it, it's
1: i to me and this might piss a lot of people off but to me he he reminds me a lot of like Jim Parsons the yes bank theory you know like it's like <laughs> i don't get it it doesn't work for me it works for a lot of people you know i guess fine if if he's your cup of tea but i that he and it's
0: like i
1: don't see where what they see in him i guess is what mm-hmm. is is what is, yeah. is my takeaway there there
0: seems to be too much liability in real life plus it's like you know he's maybe not like the most right. compelling actor to play this role so we'll see where they go with it you know i don't think you're going to see Ezra Miller as a flash anymore
1: it's not it's not fair to keep playing the comparison game to marvel but it's really all we have to work off of and i think that's one area that goes underrated in the marvel cinematic universe is how well they cast it Mm -hmm. like tony stark like that that is Robert Downey, like Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark, and that was mm, like a yeah. perfect. And he he's got because he's got that he's got that right sense of like cockiness with charm and wit. Ezra Miller, I, they just needed someone more. I didn't. I didn't even buy him as as like Barry Allen's you know like scientist like like character basically. Like mm. I didn't. I didn't like a re- researcher. I didn't. I don't know. I just there was a lot there, like the coffee shop scene when the when he first starts, when he he has to grab some food at the coffee shop, when he literally the opening scene, and I'm just and I just I, right away I was like this could be better. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm being I, very critical of a movie that I
0: overall I enjoyed. But... Right, but I think that's like uh, I I think that's kind of the vibe. Uh, that's my vibe. Is that like I, there's some things that I'm pretty critical on with this movie. But overall, like, I enjoyed it, you know, and, uh, you know, I'll kind of talk about, I might get into, like, the things that I really enjoyed and why, but before we do that, we've got time for one other big thing, and as the guest, I'm going to let you take the third big thing, so what is your other big thing about this movie that you have want people to know?
1: This this is, you know what, since we have been so critical, I'm going to go, I'm going to kind of hit you, get you started rolling with... um, Things, uh, something that I really liked about this film. Okay. And that is cameos. Cameos, yeah. The cameos in this movie were, were fantastic. There were a lot of them. Both of characters we're familiar with and new characters, and I just, overall, I was like, that's fun. I enjoy that when you have the big reveal and you're like, oh, yes, let's go. You know, you get the people in the theater cheering and you're like, all right, I love those reveals in movies, and they had some in this movie that I was like, I did not see coming. I did not expect. No,
0: there's there's one in particular that's like, yeah. Oh wow!
1: I'd even say two. I'd even say two. There's a second two. one that you that we didn't even talk about. Okay, me,
0: Kenny. Okay. Well, here's here's what I'll say. Kind of just going off of that, because if I was going to get to another thing of mine my other big thing was going to be not necessarily a cameo, but like Michael Keaton is Batman in this movie. So a lot of it's nostalgia. A lot of it is me just buying into the fan service that basically this movie just kind of provides. Sure. But there were certain parts when Michael Keaton is dressed up as Batman, where I'm just like, Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. And then there's a scene where he's flying around in the, the, the bat wing and, uh, they play Danny Elfman's, like, score from the original Batman movie, and I'm just like, let's go! Like, yeah. it got me so hyped, and it was like, this, the childhood me, who was just, like, so excited to see Michael Keaton back as Batman for, you know, just one last ride. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, the cameos, like, they're... I think the, the best part of the movie for me, what made the movie so fun is that kind of fan service aspect of, of this movie. Yeah. And you know that's, you know, not something you want to build a movie off of. But there's probably four or five moments in the movie where I'm like, "Oh, that's fantastic." And it, it yeah. usually had to do with somebody like a cameo, somebody showing up in the movie, so.
1: It it was the only the only thing and Michael Keaton obviously like that's that's not really a spoiler cuz everyone knew Right, everybody uh, knew about Michael that Keaton's one coming in the into the film. And I'm the the thing the only thing about the Michael Keaton Batman, which I I felt all the same things you just described, I I I found it to be a little weird because when you take Michael Keaton out of a Tim Burton built world, and you drop him into whatever this new iteration of DC sure. movies is, the the themes and the character don't match up. Like I noticed, like yep. this Michael Keaton Batman was a lot kind of like wittier and, and almost like sillier than um mm-hmm. the batman from the tim burton movies he was a lot more serious then and now granted this is you know that's 30 plus years ago so maybe that's just you know with old age maybe you know maybe that happens to the character but i felt that the themes i, I wish they could have like tried to at least blend the themes a little bit more uh from that tim burton like kind of creepy eerie edward scissorhandsy worlds Um, but overall I, I, I felt the same way. I was like, man, Michael Keaton, dude, it it just felt good. It felt like home, you know, it felt like going back to your grandma's house and you're like, yeah, yeah. You know, this is exactly where that throw pillows, exactly where that, my grandma's always, you know, that knitted thing on the wall. Oh, that's always been there. And that's what it felt like seeing Michael Keaton in as Batman again.
0: Yeah, there were definitely moments kind of going what you're saying about, you know, there's a very big disconnect between that Batman iteration that we got 30 years ago to where like it's presented now. Like just seeing him in the day, like seeing Batman in a suit in the day, like Tim Burton's Batman. It doesn't fit. It was weird. Overall, you're you're right. It's just it's cool. It's nostalgia. It's fun. Um, It makes you feel good. And right. it, it gets you excited. Um, you know, at least for me when they, especially when they played the Danny Elfman score for like just a few seconds. I was like, yeah, that's what I wanted. That's honestly yeah. all I wanted out of right. this movie. Right. So, well, cool. Well, that's three big things for you. So again, like we were talking earlier, cork bats don't do honorable mentions. Well, no, but... we don't do
1: honorable mentions, but if we did,
0: if, we if did, we did though, these, would is there be... anything else you would want to say about this movie?
1: Um, I probably the um, <laughs> and we talked about it. Can I? This is I. don't know if this is a spoiler because it comes so early in the film. The baby, the we'll flying say baby, this. the flying yeah. baby scene. It yeah, it that was the over. microwave. It, it was beam? too much. Too much. It was like it felt like the Indiana Jones go into a uh, into a a um refrigerator yeah. and survive a nuclear blast to me yep. you know like that or, or the in that same movie the, the swinging uh, Shia LaBeouf swinging with monkeys mm-hmm. uh, it felt like was like why did you why did you have to have this in the Too movie much. and even if you want to make a dramatic like just having babies almost like like dying is like enough to get our hearts racing yeah just put them you in a little bit of peril you don't need to add it like, where they fall out the window, and they're just falling, and they're free-falling. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to our CGI discussion. It was terrible CGI. Yeah. Nothing about that did I feel—I didn't feel invested in that scene at all. I was just the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, are they really doing this? Like, you yeah. want to win us back? You want to get us to believe the DCU? And you start the film with this scene, with this absurdly ridiculous— Like, I th- I almost felt like they were, like, mocking us, almost. Yeah. You know, like they, like they did not take us as like a
0: a legitimate audience. Like they're like, Oh yeah, here, how about this for wacky and kooky? It started off truly on the wrong foot. And then there's also, you know, speaking of the flying babies, there's the, the baby in the microwave, which he uses to like, whatever. So I saw on Twitter that somebody had like, like recorded that clip backwards where instead of him taking the baby out of the microwave, it's him putting the baby into the microwave. And so the quote was like Did David Lynch direct this movie? <laughs> <So> <laughs> that gave me a good chuckle when I saw it But yeah, no, I'm with you That The whole Flying Baby um, opening scene Where it's clearly the worst CGI And, you know, it's just it's not believable And it's, yeah, it's just really campy That's what it felt like to me That it, whole very opening campy, scene Very campy um, Well, yeah, I, I'll say this And I'll go ahead and I'm just gonna preface it with This is a spoiler like this the is going to spoiler. the this biggest it. spoiler. It, it' not really like a story spoiler, but like a fun cameo surprise spoiler. Yeah, it doesn't happen till the very end of the movie. Um, so if you're if you don't want to hear it, just go ahead and stop listening. I'll give you give you about three seconds. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Two.
1: All right. One. Okay. All right. all right. Are All those idiots who haven't seen the movie Everybody's yet out of the gone. room. Okay. Everybody are hasn't good. seen it. All right. Let's but go.
0: At the end of the movie, George Clooney showing up as Bruce Wayne.
1: I. So when, when the car's pulling up, I'm like, oh, there, here comes Ben Affleck. And then when it took a while for him to get out of the car, I was like, oh, there's something going to. happening. The, yeah, something's happening here. And I was thinking it was going to be Michael Keaton because yep. Michael Keaton died in the alternate universe. And I was thinking maybe in this new universe that he was or this back to normal universe that Michael Keaton had overtaken. So I, that's what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. And when freaking Clooney walks out, Danny Ocean himself in the yeah. flesh, I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Because I was told, or I had, I had heard that George Clooney wanted nothing to do with the revival of his Batman because it right. nearly killed his career. Yeah, if you remember, like he was like, yeah, like coming off like one fine anti- day yeah. back then, like when he mm-hmm. did his Batman, he was like, he was at the height of his TV success with ER. And he, not quite the movie star he is today, but he was working his way up there, and then he does Batman, and it was a mockery. Was it, the the bat suit
0: had nipples for crying out loud. Yeah, it was really bad. So was, for him to
1: revive that, I, that took me by the most shock.
0: I of, thought it was and, great. Like I, I love that. Yeah, he's notoriously been known for saying that you know he wouldn't do that or like he would never yeah. go back to playing Batman, and then and honestly, I don't think it's gonna go anywhere. You know, I don't think he's gonna be you know uh, the dcu old batman moving forward or anything like that um but it was just fun like to see you know he's just like yeah whatever let's just yeah you know, I'm I, just and I love for, that yeah
1: when yeah. when a-listers do that when a-listers make cameos in movies yeah. i love that because That's it's great. just like it's fun you know uh, so often they say no to those things yeah and for him to have this self-awareness of like you know what yeah i'm going to own it i'm going to own yeah. the fact that i was a batman one of many you know, and and g- talking about the cameos, Adam West, you know, making a cameo like uh, the the Nick Cage cameo, Ree- the really poorly CGI'd Christopher yeah, Reeves, yeah, um, and then and the Nick Cage, the Nick Cage, to me, I was like, oh damn it, this is this is good, this is a good nod to us yeah. the fans, you know, like, yeah. I, like I, that's
0: I, definitely that's fan service at, at its deepest because if you don't understand that reference. Like you don't understand the 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 Tim Burton Superman movie that was going to be made in the '90s that never actually yeah. got made. Yeah, um, yeah. It's there is a documentary about that I believe too. I, I is there? The name of it. Oh, I need to, I need to watch that. Yeah. Something worth checking out. But yeah, the the Nick Cage um, and there's the the best part for me. And this is like really deep, like cut. Uh, Nick Cage's Superman is fighting a giant spider, which I don't know if you've ever heard Kevin Smith tell his story that he was supposed to. Um, he was hired on to do like treatments or like write a draft of this Tim Burton Superman movie. And he met with the uh, producer, John Peters. And basically, John Peters is like, there just has to be a giant spider in the movie. And it doesn't make any sense because he has, knows nothing about Superman. And yeah. Kevin Smith is like, okay. So that was a whole nod to Kevin Smith's yeah, story that- about writing about the giant spider. Right, so. yeah,
1: because yeah, cause that's a whole that's a whole scene in the multiverse uh, moment yeah. of the
0: film of him yeah. fighting, which that I thought that's... was fantastic. As soon as yeah. I saw Superman fighting a spider, I was like, "That's going to be Nick Cage. He's going to turn around. It's going to be Nick Cage." <laughs> it was so, it's so. Cool. Um, well, yeah, that's the Flash. Like, look, if you are on the fence about seeing the Flash, here's what I'll say. Last thing, it's fun. It's a good mm-hmm. time. You know, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, you haven't se- if you haven't seen Across the Spider Verse yet. <laughs> or you've already seen Across the Spider-Verse, then go check out The Flash. I'm actually yeah. going to go see Across the Spider-Verse again today because it's that good. But So you've already ab- seen it, and you're going
1: back. Oh, it's so good. I
0: love it. Uh, you're and going to double dip. And, but look, it's not about Across the Spider-Verse where you're talking about The Flash. Um, it's fun. It's a good time. Is it going to, you know you know, stay in your head forever. No, like you're not going to probably revisit it unless you're like a huge flash or superhero fan. Mm. It's probably not when you're going to go back to, but it's enjoyable. It's got some pretty fun moments. Um, Overall, not a bad movie. Um, if you're a DCU
1: hater like I've been, it's a step in the right direction. And, uh, you know, I it's worth it's worth your viewing, whether you, yeah. you know, wait for it for streaming or if you go to the theater and see it yeah personally i say go to the theater just because i want movie theaters to come back you know like i want yeah. you know i I want to i want it to well don't don't go to just any movie theater go to alamo draft house. you know what <laughs> go to alamo Drafthouse. house and this is definitely not a plug by two guys desperately wanting alamo draft house to
0: sponsor their podcast <laughs> yeah please don't yeah like look we're, we don't want anything from you but we kind of do and we would we would promote alamo draft house every single episode no problem but anyways um that's that's gonna be it for three big things this week austin i am uh, very thankful that you decided no. to join me it was a Thank good you, time Kenny.
1: this is it's always a, it's always a blast because i uh, again i gotta say it all the time i love talking movies and um
0: i very rarely get the outlet to do so so i appreciate you well cool man i really appreciate that and then also is there anything you want to plug just plug away dude
1: uh, no, just, uh, cork bats. We're almost 6,000 followers on Instagram. So um, give us more at corked bats. That's cork spelled with a K. Um, other than that, I don't think there's anything really to plug. Check out the website, dot com yeah. Um, all the socials, cork bats, um, and follow Cinnaboys. Yes. Cine, you guys, you guys put out great work, um, every single week and, uh, you work hard. Kenny's reviews. If you've ever, uh, Check, read Kenny's reviews on corkbats.com. If you're if you're a movie fan, you need to check him out because he he does a great job of one. Busting them out in a timely manner, like I'm talking opening weekend, he'll have a review out there for you, and he'll give you the intel you need to know going into the movie without any spoilers, so if you want to read it ahead of time, or go see the movie and then read it afterwards, um, which I still do have a bone to pick with you about your Scream blog, uh, as a massive Scream Eh, ghostface killer uh, fan.
0: We'll, I wish we would we'll have pick, started the podcast like four months earlier, so we could we, Yeah, about we'll that we'll one.
1: pick that fight at a later date. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll do like a, a podcast where you I and did, I just debate. I didn't think it was like terrible.
0: Screw. It's just I mean, it was whatever. Anyways, um, well, well, thank you. I really appreciate that. I wish I could say that. Um, you know, it's something that I do all on my own. So I will. It is something that I do all <laughs> on my own, and it's a lot of hard work. No, it I'm is. Just no, it is. It to, I'll, to I'll, those
1: peel peel the curtain back. Honestly, Kenny goes out and sees movies. On his own dime because he loves to see movies. He doesn't, he doesn't get sent screeners or anything. And then he, he writes about it because he, he he loves movies and he's passionate about it. So if you were looking for someone who is passionate about movies, no joke, Kenny and the Cineboys, like, they're your, they're your go-to source.
0: Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. And I'll just say, too, yeah, the Cineboys, be sure to follow us on uh, – well, really – the big thing is, you know, if you don't subscribe to our podcast, go ahead and do that. It's absolutely free. It goes a long way for us. Um leave a review, leave a rating. That always goes a long way for us too. Uh and then yeah, uh, youtube.com slash corkbats, which has actually become the number one place to get cinnaboys as of recently. Our YouTube numbers, like people, you know, prefer to watch the podcast, which is great, continues yeah. to grow. You know, be sure to check out you know corkbats YouTube page, corkbats.com for reviews. Um, You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cineboys. Um, So yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Just honestly, just follow Quirk Bats, and you can find us. It all circles back to Quirk Bats. So just do it.
1: It's not going to hurt. We're not going to bite. Yeah, we're good. We're cool, man.
0: Really appreciate uh, hanging out with you. It was a good time.
1: (laughs) Hey, likewise.
0: All right, (laughs) too.